I don't know about you, but I want to figure out how to be a little more balanced. Life is full of chaos, adventure, and the unknown. I am on the search to hear from those who can make this journey more fun and easy as I learn how to be better to myself, enhance my health, and be a part of ending human trafficking. Welcome to The Balanced Girl. Today on The Balanced Girl, we have Cindy Pentecost, who is the author of I Get to Prepare My Heart, a Christmas devotional. This is a special episode for Christmas. She shares how to focus on the little joys in life when our attention is being pulled in every direction all at once during the holidays. Christmas is supposed to be a time of year filled with joy, love, generosity, and goodwill. But for so many people, including me, their favorite holiday season can be bogged down by stress, unreasonable expectations of others, and honestly, more often ourselves. And so honestly, guys, this is one of my favorite podcast guests, and you're going to find out why. Join me as we hear from Cindy, how to prepare our hearts for Christmas. Hello and welcome to The Balanced Girl. I am so excited. I just did a fancy introduction for Cindy Pentecost, my guest today on The Balanced Girl, but she's also my mother. And mom, I'm so excited. This is the perfect time for me to ask you to be a guest um, on my podcast. She's my first guest. person live. So we had to do a little technical difficulties to figure out. I've only done a virtual podcast, so it's pretty fun to be in person. So how are you doing today, mom? It's, let's see, we're on the countdown to Christmas. I don't even know because I might be scared, but I think like 10 days left till Christmas. How are you feeling? I feel good. I'm ready for Christmas. Um, Yeah, I feel ready, and packages are where they need to be. They're wrapped and ready to go, and so now I've just got the fun of some baking. Just so you know, growing up with my mom, I always felt like Christmas was this peaceful, whether you had to learn that or not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was this peaceful moment, but um, she's the best gift wrapper, so my gifts went from looking homeless to I'm trying to make them look beautiful with the bows and the presentation, but she has the most beautiful presence. And yeah, you specialize in, I'm going to say the word Advent. And so I asked my mom to be on my podcast today because really, um, you wrote a book called, I get to, I wanted to get this right in case you're going to Google this. I get to prepare my heart. Um, and it's a Christmas devotional and it's on Amazon. So grab it. It's not just about Christmas. You'll love it anytime, but, um, Tell me about the word Advent and what that really means. So the word Advent means coming. And because baby Jesus is coming, Advent is simply a time and a way for us to get ready for his coming. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of sums it up very simply, but that really that really is what Jesus is too. Very simple. So um, it, Advent is strictly looking at, the coming of Jesus. Blonde moment. I thought for a while it was just about chocolate 
getting me <laughs> to Santa Claus and Jesus. <laughs> we always knew the reason for the season, but um, I, I didn't realize Advent really meant that, you know, the coming of Jesus. And so I love that. Um, and you, I mean, not everyone gets this. I get an Advent calendar or an Advent devotional every year. This year, my mom made us an Advent, which means she hand wrote a message every day for us to read. And, um, you know, talk about that daily habit and how just reading a daily devotional leading up to Christmas, like how can that shift your spirit? So I kind of look at it like, you know, his birthday is coming up and in our family, a lot of times we call it a birth season. So we take, you know, <laughs> at least a week, if not a couple or, or a few to completely celebrate the birthday of whoever we're celebrating. And so for Jesus, he often gets overlooked. It really can get pushed aside. But if you can be intentional every day to spend some time with the birthday boy, um, putting it simply, it just keeps you focused on, you know, you you still want to do all those other things that make Christmas Christmas. But in light of it's that's like a, a he's foreshadowing all those other fun things you get to do. And so Advent for me is a time to be sure that I'm focused on who really should be my focus all the time. Mm -hmm. But especially as we come up on his birthday. Mm -hmm. I think it's such a perfect message right now because um, I think women, especially, especially if you work, but even if you don't work kids, you know, it's like your job, I'll say, to prepare for Christmas, like the food, the presents, um, the decorating. Yeah, the kids' schedule, the work schedule—it just goes on and on and on, and and it can take that joy out of it. And by the time you get to Christmas, you're just so exhausted. Um, you know, why do you think that we expect so much of ourselves? But how do we get out of that cycle? Um, I think you have to first of all give yourself permission. And the way I finally learned to give myself permission was. If you know Jesus, he doesn't, he doesn't want anything from us, but just us. Mm. He doesn't need to have any of the glitz and the glamour and we don't have to perform. We just get to be, mm. and that's what we miss when we get too busy. And so also, if I don't spend that time with the one who reminds me, stop, you're, you're, you're not a human doing, you're a human being, mm. just be. And it didn't come naturally to me. I used to be very much about not, I never was like my home had to look a certain way for, to impress other people. I like to do it to, for my family. I wanted to please my family and I wanted to just put all the things together that make, made my family know how special Christmas was. So I think the thing that you have to do is make a decision, mm. a very deliberate decision that you're just not going to let the distractions that come, the really busy schedule, all those extra things. Um, and you really, um, you really have to realize that you, the, the part of the theme of the devotion is I get to, 
And that difference of knowing that you get to decorate your house, you don't have to do that. You get to. Mm. Uh, I get to bake some recipes. I don't have to. I get to. Mm. I don't have to go see now my grandchildren's, um, you know, violin concert. I get to. And I wouldn't miss that for the world. Um, I don't have to do some of the extra things I'm doing for my in-laws. But I love them. And that is an act of service that I love doing. And I try to do everything as unto the Lord. So when I prepare a meal for them or remember to send flowers that week, because I want to send them fresh flowers every week before Christmas, I, I get to do those things. And they get pleasure from it, but I get more pleasure from it. So a deliberate choice to switch my thinking, because I would say for the first half of my life, if not more than that, I would begrudge, you know, maybe your dad who was working and I was a stay-at-home mom, not that I wasn't working, but so all of those things for me fell on me, the shopping, the baking, the decorating, the the wrapping, all those things. And I started feeling like, I can't believe that I have to do all of this. But the truth was that I wanted my whole life to be able to be the one that did those things. Mm. And probably if he'd have been there, I wouldn't let him do it anyway. But when you get tired, <laughs> you start wanting to blame people for why you're so tired. And and so as I've gotten older, there's some things I do and some things I don't do. And there's some decorations I pull out every year and some that I decide, you know what, I don't have that in me to do that. And so I'm just going to do what brings me joy because I know if I stay within the perimeters of what the Lord's given me the strength for, I'll have joy in it instead of it not being um, enjoyable. And I don't want those things that I get to do to become tasks or things I just check off as one more thing. Then it takes the special joy out of it. So. Mm. Well, that's such a reminder, you know, of posture and, um, you know, just to take that minute to enjoy the little things. And um, I don't know if I'll ever enjoy wrapping gifts, but I enjoy when they're wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that like when people talk about these elaborate things they're baking or yeah. I, I, my simple, my simplicity when it comes to baking is taking Ooh. simplicity to a word of uh, just a level that is the basic, basic, but that's the way I enjoy it. If, if I look at a recipe and don't recognize the ingredients, that to me becomes a chore. And I think everybody has those things. And mm. so, um, see, I'm having aha moments over here because I'm obsessed with cooking. So you, we should trade. I'll cook more and you wrap my gifts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that for next year. We're, uh, we're going to have a fun Christmas this year. The Irish, uh, my Irish family's invading. So we'll have, uh, my mother-in-law at Christmas. So I'm excited for her to see some of our traditions living in Ireland for five years. I got to really experience a different, different types of traditions, but, um, what, what are some of your favorite either childhood or, uh, current, what are some of your favorite traditions? Um, as a child, the, the most special traditions were traveling to my grandma Frances house every Christmas Eve. And that was just the best. Um, but also in our house, my mother had the most impeccable handwriting that I've ever seen. Most of my sisters have the exact same handwriting. And 
Christmas morning, you woke up and every single gift was from Santa. And we knew it was not my mother because it was the worst handwriting you'd ever seen in your life. (laughs) And so we knew it couldn't be her. And, and we never guessed, or we never even questioned why didn't mom get us a gift that never even dawned on us, but not one gift was ever from her. And so that is just a really special memory. And it's funny how I used to do that with you guys, all of my sisters, they, their gifts that still come from Santa have really bad handwriting. And it's just something funny that we took from her. So that's a really special one. And then I just love the Christmas lights and we used to make special car trips and just back when gas was, you know, this will really date me, but 27 cents a gallon. And we would go around and just for hours, look at the Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was, you know, it didn't cost a lot, but it was just something that, that really stuck as something really special. So those are kind of some of the ones. And now I just love, we really didn't have candlelight services when I was growing up, but now I love a candlelit service. I love the simplicity of just all those lights and Mm. what they can do to a room. It reminds me of even when one is lit, all of a sudden that changes the whole room. And it just reminds me of the fact that he's the light of the world. And one person being the light of the world changed the whole world. And it just, it's just a, the most amazing thing. I think the thing I treasure the most, and then always whatever family we get to spend Christmas with, uh, I feel like Christmas equals family. And your favorite daughter. (laughs) We know. No, I love that because for me, it can be hard with work um, to settle down. And a lot of times we work right up until the, I mean, in the past, you worked the 24th. And so the 24th is where we have all our sacred um, traditions, I'd say. And the 25th was really just hanging out. But the 24th, I love a candlelight service because I feel like it was that moment to stop and remember and recognize. And kind of it was like, here we go. Christmas has begun. Um, so I, I love that. Um, well, tell me, since when you were in Dublin for so long, what were some of their traditions that were maybe really different than ours. Yeah, it, it honestly, Christmas felt so much simpler in, mm. in Ireland. And so it really became about family and food. And I find sometimes in America, it can be about the hustle and bustle and the lights and the presence. And so it was a good reminder for me that it really is about God. Um, then, of course, um, what's tied to Christmas in Ireland is um, it's called St. Stephen's Day or Boxer Day. And um, that was about the hunt where um, oh. they send the little fox off and the dogs chase the fox and catch it. And then you end up at someone's house and you've got the really cool clothes on and you go have a lovely lunch. So I've got to experience the hunt after Christmas. So, um, those, those memories are very special to me and I hope to have more. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. So very fun. Just like movies. You know what? I think it's time for a sneaky break. Are you looking for some motivation in the kitchen? I have just the cookbook for you. Dining and cooking always felt like riding a bike through fire. (laughs) But once I realized I could make things simple and food could taste so good, I fell in love with the kitchen. Simply Balanced is full of simple, delicious, healthy recipes free of gluten, dairy, and refined sugar. 
head to KinseyPentecost.com and use the Balanced Girl for 10% off today. Now let's get back to the Balanced Girl. I think for me, it was just so special because even to get a podcast recording set up between us, I was like, oh, where am I going to find the time? And then I'm like, it's kind of the point of the podcast um, is to find the time. So um, you've given us, I think you gave me three Advents this year. You're tripling down on me. Um, What's been some of your favorite uh, aha moments in your Advents this year? So I also, my problem is every time I add one, I sometimes can't let go of it for several years. And so I end up this year, I think I've got five I'm doing, (laughs) but I'm doing one specifically with um, three very dear friends. And so we use something called Boxer and we share the answers together and we just, we glean so much and we take such joy from, we're all kind of in the same age bracket. So our memories and us sharing things are very similar and yet just different enough and enough to just delight your heart or maybe to remind you, Oh yeah, we did that too. But also just the take on what Jesus has been speaking to our heart that day. Mm. Um, And then I've also joined and began doing it with a different friend that had until I gave her my book a couple years ago, she had never done an advent And so I gave her the new book this year and asked her if she'd like to do this. And it's been really neat. Every day she said, says to me how much to be intentional to connect with God is changing everything. Mm. And she gives me examples every day of somehow it influenced this or influenced that and really making a difference. And so I think um, that's been great. And then it has been fun ever so often to reach out to you and your sister and your brother and the sister-in-law and Connor to see what are your take on today's, the ones that I wrote. And um, that's just been kind of neat too, to know we're sharing a memory or we're sharing what's that scent that really triggers the Christmas spirit to you or, or whatever, you know, it might be. And so that's been neat too. I think sharing Advent with someone else like when you have a surprise birthday party planned and you start sharing the details, that's why Advent and sharing it kind of seems to me as you're sharing this excitement, it's building about he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And and just spending time with someone that much, so spending time with Jesus that much, um, we all become even better friends than we were before with him. Mm. Well, and I never thought of sharing Advent with anyone before and probably before I got your book and read it, I felt like I was secretly sharing Advent with you because I was learning your heart and more about you. And um, you always tell us stories about your mom and growing up, but I learned little things here and there I didn't know. And so I found that so intimate and um, it helped me grow. So I, I love the idea of you know, doing it with a friend or saying, did you read an Advent today? And, um, there's so many options for Advents. Um, well, one, I'm curious, cause I've always known there's a book in you and you're really a woman that lives out Jesus. And if people don't like it, you don't care. Um, cause that's, you know, I, I had a doctor appointment the other day and the doctor said to me, Oh, does, you know, you have this in your, 
bloodline and does your mom know and she get tested for this and that and I was like what do you know my mother when it's her day it's her day like she's ready to be with Jesus and I was the doctors looking at me like I'm crazy but I'm like she loves some Jesus um what made you write an advent book so I have always thought when I grow up I want to write a book but there's that inner voice in me that would say hey you graduated high school. Yeah, you were really smart and you are really smart, but you don't have any kind of a degree, so you can't write a book. Mm. But after doing a women's conference, and I get to a women's conference that had nothing to do with Christmas, um, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, now I want you to write, and I get to Advent. I get to prepare my heart. Mm. And so I just started, and they really just they just rolled out of my heart. And, um, and I, I just have such a love for the Lord. And I love to make people think about, he's, he's just different. He's so personal. He, he just would do anything to get to know you. Um, and, you know, you have, it's in today's world when so many people don't trust and he's the one you could trust. And so just helping people take that first step to trust him. Um, and so I was honored, honestly, to write the book. I didn't really know how much, you know, how far it would go. I didn't, I just self-published, but every book that goes out, I feel like the Lord will use in that person's Mm. life. And, um, so it's a, it's a work that I'm really proud of because the Holy Spirit poured the message in my heart and all I had to do was pen it. And so I really feel like it's a love letter from the Lord to anybody that picks it up. Mm. Which is exactly what it is. So I love that. Um, are you counting down to Christmas? No. <laughs> You're so much like me. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, it will be here when it's here. And, you know, I'm, I'm one of those take one day at a time. And mm-hmm. we have a lot going on right we now. We have enough to do till we get yeah, there. Yeah, we do. And so I just, if I think too much about it, it, it would make me, could make me anxious. And so instead, I just think about, okay, what do I have to do today? And I am one of those people, though, that likes to get things checked off a list. So that's probably why things are wrapped and the presents that need to be at the ranch are at the ranch and the presents that need to be here are here and packages for any friend or someone that I just love dearly. They're already wrapped and ready to go. And as soon as I see them, you know, they'll receive them. (laughs) So my Christmas cards are out. It's like um, listening to myself right now. <laughs> I just, it makes me feel better. And the Lord just always gives me the energy to do one day at a time what I need to do. And there's a lot of times I don't sleep and people wonder if it's because I have so much to do. It isn't. It's, I think, I really feel like the Lord just wakes me up and says, come on, let's go spend some time together. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't deny that voice. I'm like, okay, I'm coming. And I think you passed it down to your daughter. <laughs> There's just nothing. I don't know why else you would be up in the middle of the night, if not just to spend some sweet time with the Lord. Mm. So, um, yeah. Well, thank you for being on a special edition of The Balanced Girl, The Joy of Advent. And I want to end today on 
you know, I love talking to all of my guests about um, finding their way to a little bit more balance. And so somebody that is embarking on um, maybe Advent for the first time, doesn't know where to start, doesn't know, is it too late? What if I mess up? What is your advice to starting to do Advent during Christmas season? Um, There are so many Advents. And so if you know somebody that does Advent, ask them which one they've really enjoyed. Um, But there are absolutely wonderful ones. I mean, I would love to tell you to grab mine too, but there are just so many good ones. And so it's never too late. All the messages pertain to everyday life. Um, And so I think starting anywhere. But if you're thinking, well, it's a little too late to start an actual Advent. I'm already, I'm only 10 days away from Christmas. I mean, Sarah Young is an author who I feel like writes for the everyday, no matter where you're at in your faith. For me, I get so much out of her writing, but I've given it to people who've never had a devotional type book before and they love her. Mm. And so I would recommend anything by Sarah Young. Mm. Um, and and then next year, just put it on your list that you want to get an Advent by Thanksgiving and and start and maybe share it with a friend, especially if you've never done one. Uh, find a friend and have it be something that you do together brand new. And just I dare you to see how it changes your Christmas season. Hmm. I just had um, a friend of mine, Ula, tell me that she's been listening to them um, on audio. They're like just a few minutes long. And mm-hmm. I thought that's, that's cool too. So there's no excuse. You can start now and do one or 10 and get you to Christmas. So yeah. thank you mama for being on my podcast and first family member to be asked to be on the balanced girl. You know, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for asking me, honey. I was honored. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Make sure and Subscribe to The Balanced Girl so you do not miss one episode. Merry Christmas! Thank you, Cindy, for pouring into us and sharing some ways we can prepare our hearts for Christmas. I love daily devotional Advents. And how important is it for us to just stop and recognize Christmas is coming and we can usher in peace and joy or chaos and noise. And boy, am I choosing peace. I don't know about you, but I want all the joy and peace I can get this Christmas. This was an extra special podcast for Christmas.